Welcome to Resi Talk, where real estate sales instructors have unfiltered conversations about real estate with industry leaders and inspiring people. On this episode, we are talking with Alex and Amy Vistardis, a dynamic duo out of Central Florida who have helped over 2,100 families with their real estate needs and have produced more than $515 million in sales. And guess what? They don't work weekends. Stay tuned. If you are loving what you're hearing, as we know you will, make sure you visit resitalkpodcast.com and sign up for more information. Hello, friends. Welcome to Resi Talk. I'm your host, Cassandra Gallego, and I am sharing the podcast stage with my fabulous co-hosts, Pam Victorias and Laura Gilmore. Today, we are joined by Alex and Amy Vistardis the number one small team in Orlando, Florida, and ranked in Florida's top 100 Coldwell Banker agents. They have mastered work-life balance and are living exceptional lives. Welcome, Amy and Alex. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Welcome, Alex and Amy. So we're going to start with a little game that we call this and that. It's just a rapid fire answer. I'm going to ask you both to answer at the same time because we're kind of interested to see what you all are going to say. So I'm going to ask, what are you? Are you a phone call or a text kind of person? Text. Phone call. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't go quick enough. That's okay. That's good. That's great. Okay. Already opposites. Here Um, we go. Do you like to (laughs) work late or get to work early? Get to work early. Work late. <laughs> Girl, me too. To Opposites of track is what's happening so right. far. Secret okay. to the success. They work 24-7 between the both of them. That's Are you right. a Mac or a PC? PC. Oh, there you go. Nice. Aww. What's more important to you, speed or accuracy? Speed. Accuracy. <laughs> okay, that's Are good. you a vacation or a staycation? Vacation. You need to be on the same page. On <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I have to ask, uh, are, do you enjoy beer, wine, or a cocktail? All of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> the happy hour, no, the happy hour All right. And okay. Drink of choice for each of you. I need oh, to know. Yes. What's your favorite? Old fashioned. <gasps> Old fashioned. Alex, you too? Okay. Yep. Wow. Oh my gosh, thing? we need to hang out because that's <laughs> my husband and I level you know, they saw the, I make them at home. You see the new thing on Facebook where they have like the actual smoker that goes on top of it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Those good yep. brandy turns. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's not do it. We like those. Like okay. We get those at Eddie V's. Yes. All right. So last question. Are you an audiobook, a traditional book, or you don't have time for books? When we have time for books, we're real book people. Yeah traditional book paper book okay so i have to ask because as you know we have a book club for um cobalt banker agents starting this month and october is our first meeting so if if you have a book and we're not talking danielle Steele, don't go there but what's your favorite book an industry related book do you guys have a book that you say yeah this was a really good one that i loved i've read so many that i don't have one in particular I never read business books. <laughs> well, I do just, all like self-help. Yep, like, okay, well, those those make right. you grow. So that's okay yeah. too. My favorite book is Stress Less, Accomplish More Ooh, by Emily okay. Fletcher. Okay. See, I always am the one taking notes on this because uh, this is my job as, as book person. 
Okay, so that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Well, now that we have solidified your love for one another <laughs> through our this or that questions, now it's time to get real deep. We're going to ask some, some questions, a little bit about you all and your business and how you make it all work. So you're a husband and wife team. And yeah. uh, I, I, I was when I was talking to Laura and I was so excited to, to get to talk to you all. Uh, I asked her, I'm like, who, who started first? Did one start before the other? How, how did you guys get here? How did you become to be one of the top 100 teams in Florida? So I started first. Um, I actually grew up in the business. My dad owned real estate offices my whole life. So my summer jobs would be working the front, you know, front office, um, answering phones and all that. Um, but I didn't go to school to do real estate, uh, but eventually just ended up in it. Um, and I was probably in it for about less than a year. Probably. And yeah. Alex uh, ended up joining me in business. So I started, we moved to Orlando because Alex was opening a restaurant on iDrive and um, decided it wasn't fun to <laughs> work in the restaurant business in Orlando. So he came and joined me in business and we took off from there. So what year was that? When did you guys start? 97 was when okay. I started. And then 98 was when Alex started. Okay. Awesome. That's great. And so you, did you always know you wanted to be in, in real estate or it's just, really. I'm, I'm a child of an, of a, of a third generation realtor. So I'm fascinated. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's, Amy it's was doing it. I mean, Amy was doing, you know, was in the real estate and I decided to change careers, if you will. And it was, you know, we were already starting to invest in, in real estate at the nice. time too. So we had some investment properties and at that point decided that, Hey, maybe this might be a good fit. So took the test did all that and you know basically when we started what we did was we kind of sat down and i said here's my strengths here's your strengths and you know let's split it down the middle and do it that way that we never cross paths we kind of work at it you know from that standpoint and the good thing is you know that we both have our own strengths and our strengths kind of you know work together where you know some people might have the same strengths, you know, husband and wife teams or teams, you know, what I like to do and what Amy likes to do is totally different. And what I don't like to do and what Amy doesn't like, you know, it, it just works it out. Works. It really works out. Except for when choice. it comes to old fashions, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except for old fashions. Yeah. No, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but in business, it works out great because he asked me from the beginning, what do you like to do and what don't you like to do? And I'll do what you don't want to do. Awesome. And so That's I said, you right take there. buyers, I'll take sellers. <laughs> That's awesome. And he does the morning shift so you can get the late shift. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you know, in 1998, I mean, you know, the way I looked at the business in those days, it's, it's dramatically changed, of course. You know, I, I looked at the folks in our office and they really were not running a business. They were just selling real estate. So it, that was the big thing that we kind of went into it with. We had, a, you know, business plans at the time and we had everything. And we, we were working with uh, Mike Ferry at the time, um, which is Tom Ferry's dad. So he did help us, um, you know, kind of get us to that point to understand that this is a business and try to execute as much and be as efficient as possible. So our, our goal always was to be as extremely efficient 
in the business. And that's really how we just kept growing the business from that standpoint. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you say that because so many realtors do not treat it as a business. It's what I teach. We all teach in classes every day. Get your mind wrapped around. This is not an expensive hobby. This is a business. Make it work. So you guys have the structure. I figured that out. So you and I've known this, too. So you divvy up your business, which I think is genius because you each have your own business without having to chit chat everything about every contract. So when did you decide to bring Adam? Tell me a little bit on about that and how you grew your business. Yeah, so Adam came to us about a year. It was after year, our first year. Our first year, yeah. We needed some help on the transaction side because we're, I mean, we, we did 40 deals, 40 our, deals first our first year. year. Wow. Yeah. We didn't even know what we were doing. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even know how to write a contract in those wow. days, to be honest. I, you know, my first month, I think I sold what? He sold eight, eight homes his first month in the oh. business. And he would call me from the office. And it, he'd go into another room and he'd be like, okay, I have to write the contract. How do I do this? What do I do? And I would have to walk him through how to write up the contract. And then he would take it to the client and act like he wrote it up, you know? I bet I got 40 of them, you got real good at it. Days. There was no dot loop and there was no more right. training. So the right. training was self It was a piece of paper. It was just a piece of paper, fill it out and, you know, and get it there. So, you know, our business just kept growing pretty quickly. Um, Amy was doing a lot of calls at the time. She was doing, you know, she was just on the prospecting. phone prospecting. Right. So, you know, we didn't know anybody. We moved to Orlando not knowing a person. I mean, we really didn't. It was just us. So our business was all people that we did not know. Right. That was, that was interesting. Genius. Let's talk about that. So Adam is what to you guys? He's a transaction coordinator. He's also a realtor though, isn't he? Yes. He is. Yeah. So Adam was a realtor for uh, working in our office. Um, at the time he was um, 18 years old. He was, he looked like he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> and he came from a family, um, an uncle who was a realtor, and that's why he ended up in the business. But because he looked so young, people didn't trust him. And so when we needed a uh, an extra person, we went to Larry Clark at the time, our broker, and he said, well, why don't you talk to Adam? He's, you know, an agent and whatever. So we talked to him and we brought him on after our first year and he's been with us ever since. So going on 22, well, 21 and a half years he's been with us. Now. Wow. I can't even believe that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And I want to circle back just for a second, because obviously having, uh, you said you did eight deals your very first month, 40 your first year in the business. I know it's been a few years since then, but I have to know coming into an area where you didn't know anybody, uh, you mentioned prospecting. How did you prospect? How much time a day do you dedicate or did you dedicate and how many uh, times, how much time do you dedicate now to prospecting? Sure. Great question. So um, as a new agent, I, like Alex had said, I signed up with the Mike Ferry organization, got myself a coach, and they had me prospecting uh, about four to five hours a day um, because I had nothing. It was just a brand new agent with no business. So I set myself up and I got my standing desk and, you know, got my headset and I was all in. And so um, I would just call neighborhoods, cold call neighborhoods. Spires. I would call expireds. I would call for sale by owners. Um, and I would just all day, that's all I had to do because I had nothing else to do. So I just called. Did you have a, a magical script that worked for you? 
I used all the Mike Ferry scripts. So every single one, the, you know, the, just the straight cold call script, the for sale by owner script, the expired script, everything that he had written out, I just read it like it was. And I'm really good at following directions. <laughs> Amy's de detail oriented. So when it comes to something like that, she doesn't have to go. That's why she probably wanted a script today. You know, for me, Scripts I'm more work. off the cuff like this. This is great. But for Amy, you know, I think her nerves probably got her today because she didn't have a script. So um, <laughs> that's just the way she works. And, you know, and that's what kind of makes us work together because she's more of the detail side of it. And I'm more the, like you get said before, done. get it done, the speed. And so, you know, you have to have the yin and yang of that mm -hmm. in business. You know, so if anybody's trying to put a team together, whatever, look at it, because if you're the same, it's going to make it hard. Yeah, you're gonna fight that's each a other. great point. And get a husband that says, what don't you want to do? And then I will do it for, I mean, that's pretty yes. spectacular. <laughs> he is the best in, in every way, shape and form, not just in business. Yeah. He's the best husband ever. Aw, that's, that's awesome. So to follow up on Pam's question about the script, and I, I love Mike Ferry as well. For those of you not aware, we do have a pretty spectacular script library, a, a, a new hot off the press script book. And a lot of them from the beginning of Coldwell Banker time have come from the inspirational wisdom of Mike Ferry. So uh, definitely worth, worth checking out. So we appreciate you sharing that. So you obviously work together. It's a family, family dynamic, family duo here. So obviously family is a big priority. Uh, yes. Laura mentioned that you have some pretty awesome kids. Eh, we think they're awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> uh, and that you're super actively present in their lives, which is amazing. My mom was also an active realtor and very active in our lives as well. You also run a pretty booming real estate business. So how do you balance it? How's work-life balance for you all? Well, I, th I think the big thing is, you know, being scheduled and working your schedule around your life and your life around your schedule. I mean, I think it's both. So we never, we, in all this time, I don't think I've ever missed a sports thing that my son did or a theater thing that my daughter did. So, you know, I, we just put prioritize that part of it. So, you know, like, even going to church on Sunday, I, I said to one of my clients, I said, I'm going to an appointment now, you know, because, right. you know, it's an appointment. All these things are appointments. So you set your appointments up, you know, and then the clients understand. And that's really what it comes down to, you know. So it's all blocking time for each thing each day and making sure that you are, you know, doing that. And if you do that, you can have a life. You know, when I hear these agents say it's a 24-7 business, that, that's not exciting to me at all it never right. has been you know right. so when people say that there's something wrong because you have to you know prioritize when it's time for business it's time for business when it's time for family it's time for family and that's we're it. hard party hard right <laughs> yeah. yep like we used to do we we never used to work weekends we did that forever ever and people were like how and do they you still do that those 40 transactions their first year right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So how do you do that? I mean, you work when you have to work. And, you know, if you want to take Saturday off every week or Sunday or both, 
I take both off. I don't work weekends at all. You know, that 40 yeah. minutes. I never have, unless I have to, someone's only in town for the weekend and can only meet me on the weekend, then I will go. And if I do that, what, once or twice a year, that's it. So and she's not happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not happy about it. And I usually try to do it on Sunday because I'm already dressed for church. <laughs> and I can, right. so I don't have to specially get dressed, you know, for an appointment on a Saturday. So that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'll I answer emails and stuff on the weekend and calls, but I just don't like to go on appointments. That's fair. I love that. I love that you have your, your boundaries, you have your priorities. So Amy, you mentioned coming from a real estate family. Yay! I'm sorry. We're like kindred spirits here, old fashioned real estate <laughs> families. So, you know, do your kids have any ambitions to carry on the family business and get into real estate at all? Well, our daughter does not. She's a singer, <laughs> dancer, actress. Um, so she has no interest in business uh, whatsoever. But our son, he's 15 and he has already said, uh, yes, he wants to follow in the family business, but he wants to do it different. <laughs> of course. That's what they always say. Just and if it makes it. you feel any better, I was also a theater major and also oh, okay. nothing to do with real estate. And yeah, look at I always. Me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, famous last words, you know, when you, you may end up with together. both of them. There's no doubt. Right, right. You have to be extroverted and yep. confident. You know, we keep talking Make about sure these 40 transactions that they had the first year. I know it's been a lot of years since 1998. So I'm really just wondering, and I have to know, how many transactions did you have last year? We do on average, we go last yeah, year's by 85. We do anywhere from 85 to 100 each not year. Bad, not bad. Um, one year we did 212, but that was in the craziness of the foreclosures, foreclosures and all <laughs> yeah. that. Um, but mostly 85 to 100 a year is That's what amazing. we do. That's fantastic. So speaking of your success, which is giant and everyone knows about. So do you guys set goals? Do you? I know you said you had a business plan. This is a big part of your business, which I appreciate and applaud. But do you have monthly or yearly goals? How do you do that? Yeah, I set mine at the big, well, the end of every year for because uh, I do the listing side. So how many listings I want to take um, that year and I figure out the numbers of how many I have to take each month and uh, in order to make that happen. So um, and that's yeah, a good I, point. So do you do it your business plan separately listing we, versus buy side? Yes, because yeah. our business, it's almost like two separate businesses because uh -huh. he does his thing and I do my thing. And so, Alex, how do you do yours? Is it yearly, monthly? It's yearly, but, you know, I look at it, I mean, to be honest, I mean, we have a chart on the wall and we, you know, I look at it with, you know, Adam and I work in the office together and Amy works out of the house. So we don't work together in one office. So we really run it as almost two businesses. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it really is that way. And we do all the contracts to close in the office. So, you know, I have a chart on the wall and we look at it and I look at the deals every day and you know, it, it's more of a daily thing to look at it and say, how do we get there? What do we need to do? You know, what were we missing the boat kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And if we, you know, I think if you keep looking at it and it's top of mind, your business grows. Yeah. So are you guys competitive amongst yourselves? Are you like, well, guess what? I'm hitting my goal and you didn't. <laughs> no. Yes and Alex, no. <laughs> Alex likes to there we go. A lot of my listings. So I guess he's more, it's funny because I'm usually the more competitive one but he won't let me have credit for all my listings because they're his past clients a lot of times that <laughs> right. he sold a house to that are now coming to us to list their house. So he get, he calls that his deal. 
They're forever mine. Well, right? she'll say to me, I did this many deals. I'm like, well, you know, how many were mine? 30, 30% of those were mine. Don't I get credit? So it that's, is that's a great point. I see, I hear a little competition. There. Oh, there's, there, no there's definitely a little. Well, one thing I have to say, when I joined Cobble Banker, which was 11 or 12 years ago now, I, I can't remember the year. Um, I have to say, you guys are so community focused and I applaud that. Like I just, and I know Amy's not in the office as much as Alex, but Alex and Adam, uh, you guys are team players. And I mean team by the whole office. You're, Alex was always somebody that if I said, hey, I, I don't get this or what's happening with this, you know, he would literally stop and Adam too and say, oh, hey, what's up? How can I help you? Right. So I just have to say, you guys have just such a great, uh, you just have such a great outlook. It's so community driven in terms of our office and our team. So I do appreciate that. And I know you guys are huge boomers. You're killing it. But I just appreciate how you're just regular people. You know, you just and I want people to know that about you. You're just the nicest people. Um, Thank you. And I'm doing this for lots of years, uh, only 12 in Florida. But you guys are just so nice and normal. And you just have to. Yeah, I just appreciate it. I really do. That well, I think we enjoy what we do. You know, I think right. that's the key. Like, I, I love this business and I think Amy does too. I mean, sure, there's challenges, but, you know, with challenges, you can find rewards. I mean, that's the key. So I, I never look at a problem as a problem, to be honest. Like, even at, with Adam, you know, we've worked together a lot on these deals. And the easiest part of a contract is, you know, getting it under contract. The hardest part is getting to close. So I always, yes. I always think to myself, like, what do we need to do to get there? And if, if there is any opportunity to get there, we get there. If there isn't opportunity, then you know what? We're out. And that's why waste time on something that's a negative, you know, because a lot of times in business, people focus on the 1% of the problem. And that's not mm -hmm. how I go into this at all. I mean, you know, uh, he's Mr. Positive, like to the umph <laughs> degree. Like, great, you say something negative, he's like, ah, no, <laughs> get out, get away. Um, I got to tell you, that's so awesome because we talk about that all the time in, in, in our classes is stop giving time and energy to things that you have zero control over. Time is not a renewable resource. So every bit ounce of energy and time that you dedicate to that, you're, it, it's, you're taking that away from your business. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what you think about it, it you attract it. it. Yeah, so it it's like, yeah. you don't want to attract the negativity and and to Laura's point, you know, in the office, you know, it, I, I enjoy when I see new agents and people that come in. I mean, I had one this morning that came in. She's been in the office probably about a year. And, you know, I don't know, we had a meeting or something. They said something. We got some award. Ah, whatever. It didn't matter. You know, it's a, I mean, it matters, but it doesn't, you know, kind of thing. And, and she said, you know, what is it? What do you do? I said, it's not one thing. There's a lot to this business. And, you know, that that's what it's all about. And, you know, focus on your people that you know. Focus on past clients. Focus. Focus on, you know, that. And, you know, she said, do you buy leads? I'm like, I don't buy leads. I mean, it, leads are fine, but they just doesn't work for me. And it might work for somebody else. But, you know, focus on what's going to get you business that you can control. And that's kind of the I thing. Loved, I love so. that. And, and definitely, Alex, you're embracing the fact that being a problem solver as an agent is really what is the crux of your success. Because that's really what we do as agents is we problem solve. So it sounds like you have that down. 
when you choose to think about how you're going to market yourself, you said you don't buy leads. And we talk about this a lot in class. If it's free, it's for me. You know, you get so many resources, <laughs> tools, and programs to use that you don't have to spend money on. There's great ways to get leads. How have you chosen to market yourself and how, how do you work on your lead generation? So from the beginning, because we followed Mike Ferry, it was always don't, you know, don't spend money on marketing or advertising. So from the beginning, we never spent money on marketing ourselves. It was all our business originally just all came through prospecting. And then, you know, as the years went on and we kept in touch with our clients and, you know, it became, you know, a lot of referrals and, you know, past client business and things of that nature. So, um, we never really spent money on marketing pieces or just, you know, direct mail. So we do do a couple things today. Um, we do a mailer to the neighborhood that we live in every, what is it, every quarter? Every quarter. Every yeah. quarter. And we get some business off of that. Um, we do a lot of social media. I can't say, though, that it brings us a ton of business, um, but just we do it just to yeah. do it. Um, maybe we're not doing something right because we don't get a lot of business off of it, but we're always posting and doing. I do notice that when we post personal stuff, it gets a whole lot more ac you know, action than when I just post an article or post a house I listed. So, um, and then what else? Yeah, I mean, really our marketing plan, you know, people say, do you have a budget on the marketing plan? I really, we really don't, not I, but we really don't have a budget because if something comes across the table and it makes sense financially that we know it's something that's going to work, well, we're going to find the money to do it. Right. You know, that's the thing. So, you know, we don't do a lot of this mass marketing and all that kind of stuff. We just never have. You know, I, I like to spend our money on our past clients. And that's really where, you know, these are folks that you know. These are folks that you can walk into a listing appointment or a presentation and you walk right in, you already have it. I mean, there, there's no that's question. Right. So, you know, we do birthday cards. We do things like that, you know, just to keep top of mind. And I think that's what works. And for us, that's what works. Again, everybody's different. But, you know, I've never bought a lead in my life. I don't even know what that means to do it. So. <laughs> You know, and, and to sit there and scrub leads and do all that, that, again, doesn't work for what we want to do. Um, but, you know, if we get with our past clients and send an email or a text or something like that, that is money spent from a time perspective versus a dollar to dollar. Right. We'll also do, before pre-COVID, we would do a yearly um, event. Uh, event for yes. our past clients right. as well. We, do like so, a movie, we did a movie a few times. Movie, like event. That. So was that for business in that year or anybody who ever did business with you? No, we invite everybody. Everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's and we'd, so cool. we'd, we'd piece through it and see, you know, who brought us more business, you know, things like that. But yeah, it was pretty open to, to everybody because nice. everybody can give you business, you know. That's right. So I got to give you guys some credit, though, because you, you mentioned that, you know, you're active on social media, but you're not quite sure if it's resulted in a, an actual transaction. And that investment that you make on your past clients and the 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 reaching out to your farm when they're also seeing you online and you guys said it you said the personal posts are the ones that get you know the the biggest responses you're solidifying 
you know, they're seeing you in their, in their mailbox. They're seeing you on social media. They're seeing you out in your community. So I think it all really plays a role in you guys really creating a brand for yourselves. And I got to tell you, I'm, 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 Giselle's going to get mad at me, but I've literally known you for about eight minutes and I want to be your best friends also. Amazing. <laughs> they're mine. Leave them alone. Awesome. Do you live local? You can come over for an old fashioned. <laughs> I'll make no, you one. I'm actually going to Disney this weekend, taking my, right. my 20 month old for the very first time to go meet the mouse. We're very excited. Awesome. Oh, that's exciting. I, I think, you know, one thing I think to note also is, you know, you say about, you know, community and, and that. I mean, I think this is real important. You know, I, I've been going to the YMCA for many years. I mean, we go to our local church, you know. I think all of that is a big piece, you know, whatever organizations, baseball, you know, I, I, we get business out of that also, you know, just being in the community. So, you know, I think that was another thing I told a young lady this morning. I said, what do you do in the community? Whatever you do, do it, you know, and let people know who you are, what you do. And, you know, and I don't think it's something, you know, I've never worn a name tag in my life. Me neither. So I don't think that, you know, that works again for certain people. So I don't take it away, <laughs> but I, I just don't wear it. And I, but people know who we are, you know, they just start to get to know who you are. And I, I think that's the most important. Once they get to know who you are, then the business part can just jump right in together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we have like the $20 million question. So yeah. first I'm going to ask Alex. So what we're going to, you know, we do this in our classes. We say, you know, what attribute do you think you bring that's contributed to your successes? So I would like to ask one of you of the other. So Alex, what do you think uh, is the, if you had to pick one, and I know there's many, but if you had to pick one attribute of Amy's that has contributed to her success, your success uh, collectively, what do you think that is? Um, with Amy, I think it's the detail. You know, she's very detail oriented. So that helps our business be very efficient and, you know, she doesn't miss anything. It's just, she's extremely detail-oriented to her, mm -hmm. to her demise sometimes. But, <laughs> yeah, to um, my detriment sometimes. <laughs> detriment, yeah, it drives you nuts, um, right. <laughs> so I, that I think is the most important piece, just the detail, never missing the details. So of course, then we have to ask Amy, what do you think that <laughs> Alex is? I think, well, there's so many things with Alex, but I think one of the things with Alex is he's so likable and he's so down to earth. I think people just really enjoy working with him and they believe in him and trust in him. And I think that's why he does so well. Um, in addition to that, he's uber organized. I can, I can take a list with five things on it and he can have a list with 40 things on it and he'll finish his list in one day and I don't even get my five done. <laughs> so I'm so jealous. <laughs> you, do either of you have time for a hobby, a passion that you do, giving back, whatever? Yeah, so um, Alex does. He has a lot more free time than, than I do. I, I work more because I'm so detailed. It takes me so much longer to get things done that I don't have as much free time as he does. But um, Alex does a lot for Yeah, I'm, I'm our involved church. in our church. I, I'm a, a ton. I've been in the church board for many years. Um, coach baseball, coach sports. So, you know, in the community a lot. Aww. Just I, I enjoy that part of it. I think that's, you know, to, to me, it's very important. Um, 
being involved and being involved in helping, you know, as much as I can. Beautiful. So, That's yeah. I say in my next lifetime, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> once my son is out of the house, I think I'll have some more free time. And I used to volunteer a lot more, but my life is just so crazy. You know, we have different seasons. And right now I just, I don't have the extra time, unfortunately, as much as I, I'd like to. So um, I, I know what I'd like to do and where I'd like to spend my time once I have that extra time. <laughs> um but Alex makes up for it for the both of us with the amount of time he he dedicates. So that's awesome. That's great. Well, that's why it's so important to really love what you what you do, right? So True. Um, we're gonna wrap up with probably. I, I was so excited to ask this question. You just mentioned how involved you are in your community, Alex, Amy. You mentioned you know you you've got a son still at home, and they're seeing both of you really rock in your business you've built a, a, an empire really i mean when you're closing 40 transactions your first year that's that's no small feat and so what are you hoping what what, what are the biggest lessons you're hoping to teach your kids through um, by seeing you run such a successful business I, I think you know the big thing is for both of my children is to just balance life right. you know because you know, the old adage of nine to five jobs and working late and traveling businesses and all that, I think that it's just not exciting. I mean, it really isn't because, you know, you have these great executives that have to travel the world and do all that. They're not home with their kids. They're not having, they're missing the boat. And I think if you have that in your life, I think that's the most important thing. So my son, I mean, I pick him up from school, I, you know, I used to do that. I used to take my daughter to school every morning, things like that. And, you know, some, unfortunately, some parents don't have the benefit to be able to do that. And I think that those, those key moments with your kids, I think, you know, hopefully grows them to, to be better people in our, mm -hmm. in our community. So I think that's the big one. Well, thank you so much to both Amy and Alex. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time today to come on the podcast. And uh, we talked a little bit about social media. So let, it, let our viewers know, how can they connect with you? Well, our social media, I think it's the same on everything. It's at Orlando Real Estate Best Artist Team. And that's our uh, Facebook as well as our Instagram. Um, and then, of course, if somebody wants to reach out to us, by all means, I think that they can direct message us from there or they can email us. It's just bestartistteam at yahoo.com. So we're real easy to, to reach and uh, real good about communication. So if anyone wants to reach out to us, feel free. We'd be happy to answer any questions. So thank you so very much to this dynamic duo. It is time for an old fashioned, Cassie. Thank you guys. We Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Have, Have a good one. one. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't forget to listen, subscribe, and review wherever podcasts are found. And share this episode with a friend. Join us next week for another unfiltered conversation about real estate. This is Pam, Cassie, and Laura on Resi Talk, reminding you to leave your mark.